uh, the get together? Yeah. So we were talking about the get together in that uh, right before you were ready to leave to Boston the first time. Um, I had everyone come over and I was saying out of everyone that had passed through that store, there was probably about 11 people that showed up. And to me, it was not just getting everybody there. It was, wow, these people really care. They really connected. We played, what was that game? Cards um, Against Humanity. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity. And um, I gave it to you because I was hoping you would take it with you and you'd, you know, get another staff like you had in Midland and be able to do fun things like that with. But anyways, it was really fun. And I didn't have a lot of furniture. I was, you know, in between states because we were about to leave and go to another state from Texas. And I just remember thinking, yeah, he's going to be missed. He's definitely going to be missed. They're never going to have a boss like him. And I was happy for you. I think it was a good time. I appreciate you. And it was of course, a good time. I made homemade enchiladas that night. Thank uh, you very much. Yes, you did. They were so good. <laughs> <laughs> they were phenomenal enchiladas. Yeah, it was it was fun. And everyone stayed and, you know, they stayed a little while afterwards and it was fun. It was a good time. We got drunk. And- we did. I saw, I served alcohol. Didn't even want to know what <laughs> these uh, kids were putting in their glasses. I did not want to be responsible for any of it. But again, they all stayed and that was good. And it was a good time. Yeah. It's crazy to think that every single one of the um, people who were over drinking that weren't at the uh, you know legal age right now are all more than legal <laughs> to drink. That's how long we right? know each other. But uh, crazy. Well, I would say taking pride and love in the place that we live, pride and love in the food we cook, and pride and love in the music we listen to basically sums up what started our friendship. So, um, like to move us on to the uh, little question game, if you're you're down for that. Definitely. All right. So I'm going to start you off with uh, what is your who is your favorite musical artist, and what's your favorite song of theirs? Hmm. Let's see. That's that's actually a that's a hard one because I I have so many songs in my head all the time and my playlist is variety of songs. Um I'd have to say, let's see, I'm going back through all the songs that I can think of in my travels that I played in my car over and over again. Um, so, okay. Natalie Merchant. Natalie Merchant is um, from the eighties and she used to be in, I believe the group was called, was it a hundred thousand maniacs? I think it was a group that she, came out of and then she ended up being a recording artist on her own and she sings a song called Ophelia and she sings a song called Carnival and the name of the city was Tiger Lily and she's the coolest I don't even know if you know her I don't think we played this together but you gotta look her up she is the coolest girl she stands for so many things outside of her music she is 
big on environment and big in culture and represents like every genre of people big in the LBGTQ plus community. Just, I don't know. She just is a really cool person and she's my age. And I think that if you asked me that question, I'd have to pick her. What's your favorite song of hers? Ophelia. It's a really, yeah, it's a beautiful song. And in my twenties, I was in that real laxed indie type vibe. Uh, didn't have children till I was 27 years old. I had my daughter. So for a good six years between the ages of 20 till about 26, 27, I was really big into chill out, think about what's being said, what type of lyrics is being written. Do I have connection? Am I happy? Am I sad? Can I overcome this issue? And that's where that music comes from. Awesome. Okay. I don't know if I've heard her music, so I'll have to check that song out. Yeah, you have to you have to look into that. How about you? What's your favorite song and artist? Oh God. Well, my favorite artist of all time is Taylor Swift. Everyone knows that. Oh but hello. Don't don't hate. Come on now. <laughs> but actually my favorite song of all time actually isn't one of hers. It's actually River by Leon Bridges. Um super, super deep song. You can connect it spiritually if you want to be connected that way you could connect it romantically if you want it to be connected that way i think music is open for interpretation um but i think it's one like i think it is the single most beautiful song i've ever heard i listen to it and it just completely like shuts down my brain and you know my brain i think of everything at 90 miles a minute and listening to that song uh completely calms me <laughs> and I, just I'm like hearing what i'm hearing in this conversation we're having which is crazy it's the same type of thing that's another we're, we pick the same songs and we don't even know them i don't know that song and i don't know that artist and neither do you yet in a place where you know you and i connect it makes perfect sense that we would do this <laughs> that's true that's true but i'm gonna have to send it to you i can't believe you haven't heard it yeah i may have i mean you send me things all the time so mm-hmm. i may have heard it and maybe when you hear natalie merchant you will too yeah. but um yeah it's so funny yeah yeah i just that song is uh ugh, i can't even put it into words i just it literally right? just transports me <laughs> yeah. and and again you're you're thinking about it right now you're thinking about the lyrics and you're thinking about the song you're thinking about how it made you feel whenever you heard it last and i can think of this artist the same way it's crazy it's emotional everything's emotional for us why is we're that? extremely emotional people <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> almost to an annoying degree but it works because right? of our friends but i'm sure it pisses everyone cool. around us off because yeah literally it pisses me like off sometimes. I'm like, right why now. am I so damn emotional about stuff? Right. Do you feel like it's like choked up a little bit when you start thinking about your artist and you start thinking about that song? Because that's how I feel. I don't know if it makes me feel choked up. It just makes me feel like empty, but in the best way. Like I'm not stressed. I'm not anxious. My brain's not I can just sit there and just think about the song and nothing else around me matters. Which for right. me is extremely rare, <laughs> you know. I like yeah. can't even play a video game without like a podcast or an audiobook or a TV show going because the video game like sounds aren't enough to keep my focus. 
but I can't watch, but I can't watch a TV show because a TV show is not entertaining enough for me just to sit here. So I have to be playing a video game while I watch the TV show. Mm-hmm. But but this one song can just completely captivate my brain and just stop me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. That song is a religious experience for me. <laughs> but um, all right, this is this is kind of a, a funny question. Do you remember that song, um, "Hit 'Em Up" style? I do. You you know I still jam that try. song. Yeah, you would you would introduce me. You'd put me onto that song, and I was like, <laughs> I, I still jam out to that song. Right. <laughs> I know. Anyways, that's a good song. So, what would you say is like your least favorite genre of music? You're gonna kill me for this, and probably half the people that you've had on your podcast will be like, "How can you be friends with her?" I just mm-hmm. can't relate to country music. I'm tr- I live in Nashville. I'm Nashville, Tennessee is literally 32 minutes from me. And I cannot get into country music. I've tried. I do can't. I need to sing Honky Tonk Badonka Donk to you uh, again? You do not need to sing that song to me. <laughs> the visual that I have of you coming to work in your cowboy boots <laughs> and your Jersey Mike shirt. Come on, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I've tried. I think it's just the twang that I can't get into. I don't know. What do you mean the twang? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I mean, uh, I'm going to keep trying. My girls like that kind of music. I just, I, I don't have any connection to country artists right now. I really, oh, wait a minute. I do. That Tin Man song by Miranda Lambert. Oh, that song makes me cry. Uh, get Good emotional. That song me. makes me cry. Oh my gosh. Now maybe that's another thing. Maybe that goes kind of with that artist I told you about the Natalie merchant, maybe it's because you can feel her pain in that song or that she's singing it for another individual that's going through it. You know, the whole, the whole idea of, you know, taking the heart and giving the armor and, Oh my God. I was about to say literally when she says, she says, you give me your armor, you can have my heart. And she says, have my heart with so much disgust behind it that it's like, like, Oh my God. She was going through it when she sang that song. Exactly. And again, that's another connection that you and I have <laughs> because it is a very just it's you in the gut. Like, uh, oh, especially if you've really been through it, or if you've really, really loved someone and, they, and that love hasn't been reciprocated or it was reciprocated, but in a, a bad way, like that song really hits you. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm working on it because I know there are beautiful songs and the vibe that I get from living in Tennessee and going I so want you to come out because you would fit perfectly, you know, in down on Broadway where every <laughs> single honky tonk honky tonk bar is, but um, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying, but yeah, yeah. It, it has to be country. I got gotcha. you. All right, all right, all right. It's fair. How about you? How about you? Tell me. Oh, uh, death metal like that like where they're just like yeah like how i look everyone's allowed to love whatever music they love like but i just can't understand death metal (laughs) i'm just here and i'm like what are we listening to yet i love nirvana and i know that's not death metal that's grunge but that's yeah it is I love grunge music. You play like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, anything like yeah. that. I'm so there for it. But death metal is just atrocious to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, that's true. 
like it is probably the one style of music where I might politely ask one to like, can you put something else on? <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So what is your favorite dish to cook? Hmm. Uh, I think anything Hispanic, you know, anything uh, enchiladas, chili rianos, um, you know, anything that has to do with growing up and makes me feel like I've added to that recipe. So Hispanic food, I have to anything Hispanic. I, I pretty much can cook anything. I don't do tamales. I think you asked me one time. Tamales is like the hardest thing to put together. You've got to know how to. And it's a ton of work for a little payout. It is. Really is, and and or tortillas, like you know, people are like, oh, do you make your own tortillas? Actually, no, I don't have a tortilla press. Come on, like you know. <laughs> my but, dad um, makes homemade tortillas, and he doesn't. Does he press. really? And they're oh amazing. My, God, yeah. I mean, my grandmother did too, but you know, that's I. That's not something that everybody knows how to make. So no, right. I don't tamales, and no, I don't do tortillas. But I can do you know any kind of Mexican soup or seafood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, it's just tapping into your heritage, right? So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. And then moving along here, what is your favorite movie? Steel Magnolias. I love <laughs> that movie. That is such a chick flick. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. I cry. I laugh. It's just got every emotion and I don't know the buildup. And isn't it funny that I would love that movie and it's a total Southern movie. I was about to say, I, I wouldn't say I love that movie, but I watched it once and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it's funny. It's goofy. I and mean, it's like really, really sad at the same time, you know? So, but like the movie. how about you? What's your favorite movie? I don't I mean, like, can I give, like, movie series or does it need to be, like, a standalone film? Oh, you asked me movie, so you have to come up with a movie. God, I, but the thing is, I don't like movies very much because they, like, they're too much for me to focus on. <laughs> um, probably, God, this is such a nerdy answer. I've got it. Probably 12 Angry Men. But even see, even then... I love that movie back when I was super, super political. And politics these days really turns me off. I don't like politics. I don't pay attention to them. I don't like the person they turn me into. I like community activist work, kind of stuff like Courtney Ratliff does, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, because he makes actual change happen in a positive way. I am very unappealed to like politics. I'm not saying 12 Angry Men is politics, but that's the phase I was going through. Did you read the book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when people would ask me, like, what's your favorite movie? I would always say 12 Angry Men. So that's almost the first thing I think of. But nowadays, I really don't think that's accurate. Um, maybe Logan. I, I saw that in the movie with theaters with Alan and Tanner. And I remember loving that movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not a movie person. I'm really genuinely not. Uh, movie series would be Lord of the Rings. I absolutely adore Lord of the Rings. But yeah. if you want like a standalone film, I don't think I could give you one. I'm just not a movie guy. Like if, if I get invited to the movies, like some people are like, hey, you want to watch a movie with us? I'm so down. But if I'm at home alone, I am not sitting and watching a movie. <laughs> I'm just really weird about it. That's so funny. Yeah, there's other things you, you'd want to do. You need sleep. When you're home, you need to sleep with the, how high <laughs> pace your job is. Well, you know, I'm either playing my video games or probably sleeping. That's pretty accurate. Or cooking. <laughs> or cooking. Or cooking, then going to sleep. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, cool. So 
this, see, this question is a little difficult, so I'm trying to think of how to word it. But if you could pick any career path in life that you haven't already done, what would you do? Hmm. Let's see. I'd like to do um, like counseling. I would like to be like a marriage and family counselor, something that, you know, had to do with helping socially. Mm-hmm. So maybe a social worker or something like that would be something I'd like to do just because I have so much experience now with my life and meeting people. Yeah. I want to go back to school to get a degree in it, but I would yeah. love to say, Hey, hire me, go by what I've gone through and let's just do this. I think you'd be really great at it. That's something you'd be really awesome at for yeah, sure. I would love to do something like that and you know, just get to know people on that level. And, you know, obviously I would go to school cause you're not going to be able to, to give advice if you're not coming from a professional, you know, mm-hmm. place. but at the same time I say that cause I'm so tired of work right now. I don't know where I'd find time to actually go Ugh. back to college. That would, be, that would be amazing. And I know a lot of people do do that, you know, later in life, they do go back and spend a couple of years and change the profession. So who knows? Yeah, for sure. I, I think that'd be something you'd be great at. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah. So two more questions. Mm-hmm. So this next one's a little, a little bit of a cheese, but I, I want to ask it. What is your favorite memory of the two of us? Gosh, Damien, that's I know, hard. I really put you on the spot there, huh? Yeah, you really did. You really did. Um, I just think in the beginning part of our relationship, trying to get to the place where we're at now, sitting in your car, where we'd say, you know, you you say, let's go talk, or I'd say, we need to talk, and we'd literally leave the restaurant, and we'd go sit in the car for a half an hour and just spill our guts to each other. I'd be screaming at you. You'd be <laughs> screaming at me. And we'd go back in there and we'd be the best of friends. Yeah. It was so weird. It was just so weird. And it was kind of like we just needed to let it out and get it out there and let the other person be responsible for fixing it. If they, if you valued my friendship, and I remember saying this to you, if you value me as a friend, you'll take this constructively and not take it personal. Yeah. You know, I remember and that you, conversation. And, and those were the best times because we actually got through it. And then we never went back to that place where I was just so pissed off or I was so disappointed. I know you hated me saying that. I <laughs> do not like to be disappointed in my life. And I know you and was it Drea had heard me in a, in a conversation one day say that's completely unacceptable. You guys thought that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I that is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. You are not going to talk <laughs> like that. But that's the way I am. And I'm not a very aggressive person. But man, when I love something and I'm passionate about something, I take it to heart. And you being mature enough to handle it and not come at me in a young, combative way. And you're like, all right, let's go talk. And then actually do something about it. It was just like, okay. We can, we can hang out. It was validation that I needed because I would have walked. I was not going to deal with, you know, people not showing up for work or people not doing the right thing or people coming in the wrong way. And you made it clear that, okay, you were going to finish out 
the rest of the time that you had in Midland and make it productive. And you did. And you, and I appreciate that because I would have left that job. I didn't need that job. You know, I didn't need it. I was working to stay, you know, to stay busy, not because I needed to, to work at Jersey Mike's. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. It was a good conversation. It was a constructive conversation. It was a hard pill to swallow, but good things came out of it. So that was the best thing about, you and me was that we were able to get through some really hard conversations and be better people for it and not hold grudges and never revisit that feeling of disappointment. And you never took me there again. I was never disappointed after that. And everything you go through now really stems from being able to break each other down that way, because now you're my go-to if I'm in crisis or if I'm ecstatically happy because I got a great job offer or whatever. I always go to you and you give me direction. Maybe don't give me the right decision because that's up to you and that's up to me to make our own decisions, Mm -hmm. but you at least listen to everything I'm saying. Yeah. That's very mutual between the two of us. So it's appreciated on my end as well, (laughs) but uh, okay. Last question for you. So if you could offer any advice to, or or, let me put it this way. If you could put your worldview into words for people out there listening, what would that be? Gosh, that's in the world we're living in now. What a question. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) If you could summarize your view on the world, what would that be? Just be your best, make good choices, think about others, and 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 try and be open-minded and kind-hearted to people you come in contact with. No judgment. That's awesome. Yeah. For it's sure. just too, it's there's too much going on and you know, if you don't take the time to really see people who, 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 for what they are, instead of for what you want them to be or what you expect them to say, then you've missed an opportunity and you'll never get that opportunity again. You may have completely overlooked someone just because they weren't like you or they didn't, you know, respond to whatever direction you were going in at that time in your life and it it becomes all about you and you don't deserve to have friends you don't deserve to have someone new in your life so i think that by allowing yourself to be open-minded and to be acceptant of the things that are going on around you that just makes you a better person yeah i think that's really really awesome i think i might have got that from you because one of my things that i say now nowadays that i very strong on is like you have a right to come at me uh ask me any form of a question tell me to do something but you have no right to dictate how i respond to that you know what i mean you can ask me a question but you have no right to get offended if i don't answer that question or respond to that question in the way you imagined or wanted me to respond to it and I'm always open to you. Hey, Damien, why did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. This is why I did that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, now you're offended because you didn't like the answer I gave you. Well, you don't have a right to dictate how I feel about a situation. You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. But you don't own a right to my emotional property. I, and I mm-hmm. might have gotten that from you, but that's something I very firmly believe these days. It's something I kind of live by. 
So Ooh, you stand, you're standing up for, for, you know, how you're standing up for yourself and how that affects you. You can't control how the other person, you know, is going to take it, but you damn sure can control how that's going to make you feel. And you're not going to be put in a position where you feel bad or you feel like you overstepped because again, it's conversation. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. Everyone has their own opinion. Exactly. 100%. Okay. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm so happy you came onto the podcast. I want to thank you for being one of the biggest supporters of me and doing this podcast. Um, and you should go back and listen to the episode since we both know you haven't been keeping up with it. But yeah, uh-huh, just laugh. But I want to thank everybody who tuned in and listened today. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Anchor. And Christina, if there is nothing else to say, then I want to thank you very much for coming on to the show. And I want to tell everybody that we will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you. This was really fun. Yeah, thanks, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.